this is why I don't log on to TikTok because I feel I can't. I, I don't know how to work it anyway because I'm 42 and I feel like an old man. But then I see this kind of insanity, and I just want to run for the hills. Okay, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are on the planet. Welcome to another edition of Put the Lotion in the Basket. I'm Patrick. I'm Anna. And we're back again. Um, and guess what? We're talking about skincare. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a first-time listener, that's what our podcast is about. How's your face? My face is pretty good. My, my yeah. face is pretty good. I'm still um, using my products from our guest a couple weeks ago, Dr. Lara Devgan, who yes. gave me some freebies and really loving those. So I feel that my face is good. Fabulous. It looks great. Thank you. Um, I've just run out of goop. My goop moisturizer. Oh no, your good clean goop? My good clean goop from Target. I've run out, so I'm going to have to go back and get some. I will probably also be getting some other stuff as well. So far, so good. I was almost going to say so far, so goop, but I stopped myself because it was really <laughs> cheesy, but then I said it. Um, so yeah, so, uh, and then also just, I've just bought super goop, not to be confused with good clean goop, um, SPF 40, it's called Unseen Sunscreen and it's the clear one, you've probably seen yes, it. Yes, I've been curious about it. How is it? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's a little bit like, it's a little bit like Vaseline. Because oh, it's see-through. Yeah. It's a see-through SPF. So that interested me. So I've got it on now. It's it's fine. I mean, as long as it's as long as it's doing its job. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the consistency. Is it moisturizing at all? <sighs> yeah. I mean, sure. It's <laughs> I mean, I have my moisturizer on and it's like a it, it it's it's definitely got some moisture to it. It just feels like a barrier over you know over everything else which is really what you want from an SPF. I mean I like that I like a sunscreen you can feel where it's like yes I have a mask of protection on yeah yeah it's (laughs) it's a mask so so I'll I'll let you know how it goes um so that's where we're at with our skin so should we just get right into what we're talking about today yeah let's just get right into it because I know so last week we were talking about a mystery that you have been investigating. I have. Like full on Nancy Drew style. I have. I mean, this is one thing about me. When I want to know something, I want to know something. And uh-huh. I'm really, really relentless about <laughs> trying to find out what it is, even if it's something very inconsequential and ridiculous. Yes. So just to catch everybody up in case you didn't hear last week's episode or in case you forgot. This is the Dr. Brenner mystery. So there's a skincare brand called Dr. Brenner. It's a small skincare brand, but they had this kind of viral vitamin C serum, which both of us have tried and yes. really liked. Really it's, liked it. Mm-hmm, it's, it uh, is apparently, according to multiple internet sources, it's a near perfect dupe for the very expensive SkinCeuticals $200 vitamin C serum, but it's only about $20. So I got really curious about the brand and just who is behind it and you know what's what's the deal right it kind of came out of nowhere and they have this one great product anyway just nothing there's nothing you can find on the internet even on their own website about who started is there a dr brenner you know who's the founder like just just nothing and even their social media accounts as we discussed last week are weird Weird. and just hooey plates of food 
I, I just the oddest, disconcertingly vague um, presence online for something that has been really kind of celebrated as a bit of a wonder product. Yeah, you know? it's buzzy. So you would it's think... It's buzzy. Yeah. It's so just... like, you know, spend some money on your social media. Right, or just do an interview with, I don't know, one of these, you know, public... Like, it's just yeah, strange. No yeah, publicity. It just didn't, it didn't add up. And um, again, we're not hating on Dr. Brenner. We love the product, which is why we were so surprised at this very odd, like like we said, lack of presence online. This anonymity, yeah. Yeah, so, I, we're so go curious. Ahead. We want to praise whoever came up with it. That's why we're interested. So, so that's the catch-up. So I did a deep dive over the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the mystery is not completely solved yet, but but we've made some progress. I scoured their website, you know, all the usual places that you would look. No real information other than you can see that they're apparently based in New Jersey, but that's it. Then I thought, well, maybe if I look at the actual labeling of a Dr. Brenner product, maybe there's some clue on there that I'm not going to find online. Uh-huh. I didn't have any at home at the moment. So I Google image searched a Dr. Brenner bottle of vitamin C serum. And I noticed that the there's a little TM next to Dr. Brenner. So the name is trademarked. So I was able to look up who has the trademark. Wow. <laughs> I look it up and it is a company called the Diane Dubot Company. Diane Dubot. Diane Dubot. Oh, that's so, such a name. Isn't it like very lifetime-y? Yes. It's like a lifetime movie yeah. villainess. The Diane Dubot mystery. I mean, it, yeah, I can see I can see it as a Netflix thing, actually. Right? Never mind lifetime. So now I'm thinking, okay, who is Dr. Brenner and who is Diane Dubot? But the mystery deepens because searching the name Diane Dubot online doesn't really bring up anything. There are people in the world with that name, but none of them are in New Jersey and uh-huh. they just don't seem like... They have any connection to this company. So I found a few other clues. So it turns out that the Diane Dubot company got a PPP loan during COVID. (laughs) This is public information. (laughs) And um, it gives you, you can find a limited amount of information about about the company. Just they have to submit demographic information and stuff like that. So it's on some public databases, some basics about the company. So They received a PPP loan, so I was able to see that this loan apparently protected four jobs, which suggests a small team. Okay. And then it was also reported that it is a company owned by a white man. So Okay. Oh, so not Diane. Right. My takeaway from that is not only is there perhaps no Dr. Brenner, but there might not even be a Diane Dubot. So I Let's just rewind for a second. How, how do you know he's a white man? Because there is a public database of companies that receive PPP loans. And you can see on this database sort of very basic like demographic information, I guess, just to track, you know, who is getting these loans in a very general demographic way. So, um, yeah, so on this website, it just said, you know, four jobs saved. It's the amount of the loan. It says that, you know, the loan's been repaid. And then is this a veteran-owned business? No. Like, and then right. who owns it? White, white man. It's kind of like census type data on just who received these loans. Wow. Did, did they say how much the loan was for? They did. It was not a huge amount. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> oh, man. Here. Yeah. On federalpay.org, you can find this basic information about PPP loan recipients. So it looks like uh, they got a 
$42,000 roughly loan oh, okay. that retained four jobs and they are in New Jersey. And uh, it just says, you know, industry, cosmetics, beauty supplies. So this is getting very Scooby-Doo. I can't find a Dr. Brenner and I can't find a Diane Dubow, but okay, I did a little more digging. By the way, I should say, I began all of this by just emailing Dr. Brenner through their company website and asking them to come on the podcast and saying yes. that we want to talk about the brand. Yes, please. But they have not responded. Uh, but, did you, but the email didn't bounce back. It did not bounce back. So it's been received. It's been received. It's waiting in an inbox somewhere. But no answer. But who is going to read it? Diane Dubow, Dr. Brenner, or a white male? We don't We don't know. know. So... Here's what I found. I'll, I'll just cut to the chase on the rest of the investigation. But um, I found out the Diane Dubow Company, it's been around for a long time. It seems like it was founded in the early 90s as a startup manufacturing company. Uh-huh. In, the, in the mid-90s, around 94, they created another cosmetics brand, like a makeup brand called Kiki, which I've not heard of, but which apparently had quite a presence in Russia. <laughs> okay. And I did find someone on LinkedIn who worked there in the 90s, and I emailed her, but she... Wow, you really have taken a deep dive. <laughs> she wrote me back and seemed very weirded out to have gotten this email and basically said, gee, I haven't worked there for 15 years, but I'm sure the brand creators will get back to you. You know, I, I don't think I have anything to add. <laughs> she's, a, she's part of this. She's part of the cover-up. Yes. So... So that's where I've left it. So I think we're going to get to the bottom of this. I think we're going to find out who's behind Dr. Brenner. I will say I found a connection between an address associated with the Diane Dubow company and a chemist who has worked with brands like Estee Lauder and Johnson & Johnson, as well as some food brands and clothing brands. So that mm. might be something, but I won't say his name because I that could be a total... Sure red herring but it's possible that i found the founder but more to be continued we're gonna get to the bottom of this oh i know i mean i know you are i mean i just i love like everybody else listening i'm getting these updates in real time um and i'm available to help with the investigation anna but it sounds like you've got it covered i mean yeah i i can't tell if i'm just a complete psycho or if this is truly worthy of all this curiosity but now just because it's mysterious i want to know no you ha yes you want to i think by next week i think we're gonna have i mean we could have dr brenner in this kitchen we could dr brenner slash diane dubow slash white white caucasian male slash anonymous white guy mm -hmm. <laughs> in new jersey wow yeah who knew I mean, not me. Okay, so let's move on. Anything else in the news that has grabbed your attention? Not exactly in the news. I will say this is kind of the time of year where, as far as skincare news goes, it's a little bit of the doldrums. Yeah. You get a lot of year-end wrap-ups and product recommendations and gift guides and stuff like that. Yeah, and how to prep your skin for the winter. We know what to do. Oh, Moisturize seriously. more. Yes, you know, drink water, blah, 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 blah. A million articles about you have to wear sunscreen even in the winter. Oh, really? Wow. Thanks for that amazing update. Yeah, Duh. We, yeah we get it. So we're not going to bore you with the typical winter skincare slap we're Sh not stick sorry yeah go on but <laughs> i will say as i was just sort of 
combing around for something, you know, there's also always at the end of the year just a slew of diet-related articles about, you know, because of course people try to get in shape for the new year now. Yes. I'm not a dieter, um, but it did make me curious about are there any foods that actually make a difference in your skin? I mean, besides just the very boring advice that we all know, which is probably anything that's generally healthy for you is probably generally good for your skin, right? Yeah, like avocados. Vegetables. Yeah. Drinking enough stuff. water. Blueberries. Blah, blah. Yeah. Antioxidants. Yeah. So we, we already kind of know all that, but I did find an interesting little fact that I thought was worth sharing. I read that orange vegetables, so this would be like carrots and sweet potatoes and I guess probably pumpkins, actually have a measurable impact on sun damage in your skin. So apparently orange veggies decrease skin damage from the sun. And I found this really fascinating, increase the minimum amount of UV exposure that it takes to cause a sunburn to your skin in the first place. Wow. Yeah, so they have some kind of protective effect, right? That is interesting. That is helpful information. Yes. And these are things that you actually would have in the winter, right? Like butternut squash, carrots, sweets, sweet potatoes, pumpkins, like we said. These are all winter foods. So it makes sense to talk about it at this time of year. Yeah, so... So I don't really make many food-related New Year's resolutions, but I thought, you know, this is one that I can try. I'm just going to try to incorporate a lot of orange veggies into my diet in 2024, and uh, maybe it'll help protect me from sun damage, along with my sunblock, of course. Of course. Now, I have also heard that, like, eating tons of carrots and stuff can turn you a little bit orange, so this will be an interesting experiment. I don't think I'll go that far. But. No, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't be against that. I actually, I used to spray tan all the time. Oh, me too. I went and like I wouldn't leave the house without oh uh, wow. ta- without tan on at one point. This we're talking about ten years ago, and I don't know what has happened to me, but I just I have not tanned in several years. Yeah. So the I mean I would I would um I'd inject carrots. <laughs> if it if it if I knew that it was going going to kind of give me a glow, um, but yeah, maybe do you know what? Next week maybe we'll talk about tanning because I think it's time for me to bring that back into my routine. Really, spray yeah. tanning, spray tanning, mm-hmm. and I'm talking Saint Tropez in a can. Okay, and this might sound ridiculous, but literally just after moisturising, spraying my face with Saint Tropez, and then <laughs> I get a tissue like a some kitchen roll and just dab it over my beard area because otherwise because it does turn your beard orange and (laughs) no one I never got anything other than compliments to my face maybe behind my back people were saying this idiot looks ridiculous but I'm telling you I felt I just felt healthier and I looked I thought I looked great hmm you know I did go through a phase where I belonged for a while to Gold's Gym in Hollywood, and they had a spray tan booth there, which is very on brand. And so I would sometimes just get, you walk into this little booth, and I I think, you know, you wore some goggles, and you just stand there and put your arms out, and it would just spray your whole body. Yes. I really, I did like it for a little while. I'm a very pale person, but... um, I don't know, the, the smell, the really chemical smell bothered me after a while. And then there was just this incident where I got, I did that right before going to a friend's wedding and 
it was like it was all streaky on my hands it just didn't turn out right and so I'm in all these photos looking weird and kind of Mm -hmm. yellow and like my hands are sort of two-toned like they have these streaks so yeah. I just gave it up, you know. No, I, I get it. And I think it's probably classier to just not do it. But it was just such a part of my life for such a long time that I kind of feel like I almost, for nostalgic reasons, I want to bring it back. I mean, go for it. I want to see it. So. I've got so much. I have so much saint pay upstairs that I just it's just sitting there gathering dust. And I don't think it goes off. Well, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. I'm going to put it on my face next week. Um, so if I am, um, if, if I, if my skin's green, we'll talk about it. Absolutely. It'll just be. I'm not afraid to, um, to go there, you know? It'll be content. Yeah, it'll be content. And it's temporary anyway, whatever color it turns out. Exactly. It wears off. So that's, so thank you for inspiring me, um, Anna. Orange vegetables, um, you're going to do those. I'm going to dig out my Saint-Tropez and we'll see how orange we are, um, in the coming weeks. Perfect. Um, fantastic. Okay, so there's just enough time to talk about skincare scams. Yeah. So look, I found this article online and it was really, I was really happy to read it because we talk about fads and, you know, being blinded by science and terms that we don't really understand. And because it sounds impressive, we think, oh my God, we have to get it. We have to incorporate it into our skincare routine. Well, a leading skincare expert says, no, you don't. And they've provided kind of 10 of the biggest skincare scams of 20. 23. So we haven't got time to go through all of them. I just picked out three that um, I'm really happy to see on this list. And where was this published? Just so we cite our sources? Yes, of course. So this was Refinery29. Okay. So a reputable site. And this is Dr. Um, Parisha Akiara or Akaria. Please forgive me for murdering your last name. So she's an aesthetic doctor at Waterhouse Young. So top of her list, well, top of my list for the things that she says are, are skincare scams collagen creams oh yeah so mm. we've seen collagen on the packets packaging of so many products you know collagen pills collagen serum collagen moisturizers collagen shampoo you know there's collagen in everything mm-hmm. she basically is saying if it's in a cream it may moisturize the surface of your skin but it will have zero impact combat the depleting collagen levels that are inside the skin that we all suffer from yeah so it's just it's a fad it's a scam don't buy into it guys that's helpful in fact do you know who is i mean again i wish this was SponCon. it's not my favorite doctor dr dennis gross who makes my favorite products yes he's a really good social media follow and a lot of what he does are videos debunking some skincare fads and things like that and he did one he did one on collagen supplements Oh, barking dog in the background. That's okay. Sorry. He said, basically, collagen, it's it's a protein that yeah. when you consume it, it is broken down in your body just like any other protein you eat. It doesn't survive whole as collagen and then just somehow magically go into your skin. And there are things you can do to improve collagen production in your own skin, but it's not taking these supplements and it's not um, putting it on your face. It's more like retinol and, and you know other things that we know stimulate yeah. that process and actually dr P- dr parisha says the best way to increase collagen vitamin c serum and retinol at night so you know that's the way to do it okay so that's so that's um that's one next one on the list stem cell skincare really now we talked about this last week well we talked about growth factor serums last yes, week. yes we did which i think are 
slightly different, although maybe there's some overlap, but go yeah, on. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they're in the same kind of, under the same umbrella. But, you know, again, I see something with stem cell on it. I think, oh my God, that sounds amazing. You did amazing. mention that last Yeah, week. you know, like I, I saw something in um, Space NK once and it was like apple stem cell serum. Mm. Now, basically someone could have just picked three random words out of a out of a bag and put them on the side of the thing. Apple stem cell serum. I was, it was about 60 pounds. This was in London. Um, so we, you look at probably about 80 or $90. Um, and I bought it because it said stem cell. <laughs> and so here's what she has to say about that. Um, there is no, there is, there is, no good or convincing data that they work. Stem cells need a controlled environment, which is hard to replicate and leave on a shelf in any skincare product. Uh, and even if the formula is stable, penetration into the skin is highly unlikely. Again, fad, wow. scam. Very interesting. Yeah. So, you know, I think for me, moving into the new year, keeping it simple and relying on products that I know work and that hydrate my skin, that's what I'm doing. More good, clean goop. Mm-hmm. More good clean goop because it's, you know, it's just natural products and it's not pretending to change lives. It's just a formula that you, if you use on a daily basis, it will improve what you've already got going on there. Um, and finally, so happy to read this in print, eye creams. Yes. Eye creams are fads, guys. It's official. Finally. Yes, I feel validated because we have talked about this many times that we just don't believe that any of them work. Yeah. And, you know, and and I, I kind of feel like we all know this, but again, it doesn't stop me seeing a new eye cream appear online and I'm like, oh, wow, this could be the one. This totally. could be the one to turn back my eyes. No, it's not. Um, and again, um, this is what this is what the doctors have to say. Most eye creams do very little other than moisturize the skin surface and therefore temporarily plump up fine lines and wrinkles due to their hydration effects. So really, the only thing that will fix your eyes, in my opinion, are Botox injections. And you can sue me. I still stand by that. The only thing that's ever changed my eyes has been when the muscles around my eyes have been paralyzed. Right. You can get rid of your crow's feet. Yeah. yeah it literally, mm-hmm. it, uh, in five to seven days, my crow's feet disappear. Nothing makes me feel happier. So Botox is the only eye cream that I would put my name against yes and then you know of course people do uh lid lifts or whatever and yeah, oh yeah surgery invasive that surgery that's another thing that's, that works <laughs> but let me tell you something that doesn't work are eye creams no sleep it can improve like dark yes. circles but it's pretty you know boring yeah sleep is so boring i'd much rather so a scalpel over sleep i know what i do usually is i just use whatever i'm using on the rest of my face around my eyes too yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, because it's it's this, it's it's on your face. Newsflash, your eyes are on your face. And the skin around them is just, you know, it, it's more delicate and it's more prone to aging. And I'm sorry to break it to us all, but that's just the facts of it. So, yeah, yeah so if you want to heal your eyes, just, you know, save up some money and, and inject or have skin removed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. So there's, there's just a few skincare scams for us all to hold on to and remember as we um, as we navigate our way through this very confusing life, you know. Okay, do we have time to do this? I think influencer? so. Yeah. Okay, so th- so Anna, this is something I saw on TikTok. So this is this is nighttime routines. Okay, we've all got our individual nighttime routine. Mm-hmm. It it either works for us or it doesn't. We either have the dedication to do it every night like you do or not 
like me. So this is a skin influencer. Her name's Courtney Snell. She has 410,000 followers, okay? Oh my gosh. But I have to say, her nighttime routine is bonkers. So she's either, <laughs> she's either mad, a genius, or she's pulling our leg. I can't work out which one it is. Let's, so what I want to do, I want to have a look at one of her um, nighttime routine TikToks. We'll watch and we'll pause as we go along. And we'll just see, I want to see what you think, Anna. Maybe she's, yeah. maybe she's got it going on. Maybe she's right. I don't know. I mean, I must say her skin looks amazing. Her skin looks good. But I she, can see just from the paused yeah. beginning of the video. She's probably about 25 though. So that's why her skin looks <laughs> so good. But anyway, here goes. Hopefully the audio will pick this up. The earlier you go to sleep, the prettier you wake up. So let's run through my routine. Surprisingly, the entire routine is extremely affordable. I got my castor oil pack for $10 from Amazon. First things first is I'm going to put about a tablespoon of castor oil on it because it needs to soak in while I do the rest of my routine. Okay. Okay. So she's spreading castor oil on a, on a cloth thing that she's going to then put over her face. Is, is the idea here? She's like rubbing well, it around. She's rubbing castor oil into a bodice type oh. thing. That's actually going to be strapped around her waist oh, at night got time. It. Okay, I didn't see where this was going. Yeah, so, and she t she does talk about what, why she does that. But for, off the bat, that is a bit nuts to me. Yes. And it's, I mean, I take my hat off to her for her dedication to youthful skin. But, you know, the idea of pouring castor oil onto a bodice every night and then strapping myself into it, I'm, it's, it's, it's a hard no for me. It sounds really uncomfortable to sleep like that. Yeah. Um, and we haven't even gotten to what she puts onto her face yet. Okay. So here goes. Oh, boy. I did it in the shower, but I used Dr. Bronner's soap. That's a lather my entire oh. body. Okay, Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner. Not to be confused with Dr. Brenner, who we were talking about before. She uses Dr. Bronner's soap to wash her face, which is a weird product. It's like, it comes in these big bottles and it's like a multi-purpose floor cleaner slash body soap and I just <laughs> yeah. don't want anything I to do with it. I do not. I'm sorry. I see I, it's always like disconcertingly cheap. It smells a bit like there's petroleum in it's it like or something. medicinal smelling. Paraffin. I don't know. And it's like it's the sort of thing that I've got nothing against vegans, but it's the kind of things that vegans. Oh yeah, you completely. Don't buy. It also has a lot of weird stuff on the. It has these. It's kind of known for these big labels with um not Bible quotes exactly, but kind of um almost like free associating like sort of vaguely religious spiritual yes. ramblings. Yeah, it's rambly. It's a bit culty and not in a good way. Next, I'll go in with a lot of castor oil. Okay, castor oil again. A lot of this is this routine is very castor oil heavy. Yes, yeah, so she's now covering her very well lubricated face with castor oil. <laughs> this is so crazy. And a silk hat on. I mean, my only association with castor oil is I don't know if you've seen the movie Stand by Me, but there's a yes. scene where a kid chugs castor oil before a pie eating contest, and then pukes all over, and everybody starts puking, and like it's it's really you know it's just. <laughs> gross like gag scene and so that's what i think of when i think of castor oil that it like makes you throw up or i think it's like a laxative or something yeah so, i don't know i just i'm just i don't want to well uh, put courtney it on snell is covering her face with it right now and she's not finished i refill this little bottle with the same castor oil i use for my castor oil pack i got it from amazon get 100 percent pure and organic it's super important castor oil is one of the best things you can put on your body if you I, I'm sorry. I don't believe it is. I don't buy it. I don't. And I will not be putting castor oil 
anywhere on or in my body. No. No, thanks. Yeah. But again, you go for your life, Courtney. If it, if it makes you happy, go ahead. I just... I just can't believe this still isn't over. Castor oil <laughs> pack. Put it on my right side over my liver. It helps with digestion, bloat. Okay. Okay, so she's now put on the castor oil bodice. And she's saying that she's putting it over her liver. Right, because it helps. It penetrates and makes her liver work better and with digestion and whatever, whatever. I mean, this is just yeah, nonsense. I, I think at this point she knows that she's pulling our that she's pulling our legs yeah, in. Yeah, she's got to know. I mean, but I just hope her 400,000 followers see this. I don't know if they do. This is why I don't log on to TikTok because I feel, I, can't, I, I don't know how to work it anyway because I'm 42 and I feel like an old man. But then I see this kind of insanity and I just want to run for the hills. Yeah, this is just crazy. I mean, oh yeah, I... so... Probably most important is mouth tape. Nose breathing helps you get the most deep, restful sleep, I promise you. I've used tons of different kinds. My favorite is probably the cloth ones, but I just got this one, Nivius. It's medical grade silicone tape, so we're going to test this okay. one. The, the finishing touch on this bedtime routine is that she's taping her mouth closed. Now, had she put this on at the beginning of the video, I think it would have been more effective. Um, but as it stands, she now she she's now dripping with oil. She has a face mask on, which makes it look like her face is melting. She's wearing a silk cap. She's got um, an eye mask on, and she's now taping her mouth shut. And this is a skinfluencer in 2023. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've heard about this mouth taping thing before, and like... I don't know. I've heard like Andrew Huberman talk about this on his podcast about how if you compare the faces of mouth breathers to nose breathers, like the mouth breathers are deformed. And I just, I don't know. I haven't done my deep dive on this, so I won't say too much other than it just sounds really overstated and junky to me. Yeah. My other question about this is if you follow this whole routine, wouldn't your um, pillow and your sheets just be like oh my God. Soaked, soaked, stained with oil the next and day? she's wearing a lovely um, pajama set. Looks like it's made of satin. You know, she's going to be spending a fortune at the dry cleaners. Yeah, and how do you clean your sheets if they're soaked in oil? I mean, can you put that in the washing machine? Yeah, I mean, the tagline to this is the uglier you go to sleep, the prettier you wake up. Well, do you know what? I, mm. yeah, I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I just don't know if I can get behind that. No, no. Just the oil-soaked clothes seem like they might be a fire hazard, you know? <laughs> like, if you put them in the dryer, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm just, uh... Yeah, don't, don't, as part of your nighttime routine, don't light a candle, Courtney, because um, that may be the last we ever see of you. Oh. Um, but, again, we're not hating Courtney. We're just critiquing quite a left-field nighttime routine yeah that's all and you know look as much as we are obsessed with this stuff we try to bring the science we try to bring you helpful information and there's just a lot of um just a lot of skincare overload on tiktok these days with people doing real kooky things that i don't think have any basis in fact yeah, I, 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 I agree. But they're entertaining. But, um, but yeah, and we wish you well, Courtney, and your skin does look great. So maybe maybe you're onto something. Yeah, joke um, might be on us. Yeah. So um, so there we go. I think that's it for, for this week. That's it for this week. Okay, fantastic. Um, so thanks so much for listening, guys. As ever, if you can do nothing else for your skin, put on some SPF um, and enjoy the holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.